0: Hi, I'm Jackie. I'm 51 and I live in San Diego, California. I'm 5'2".
1: I'm Kelsey. I'm
0: 31 and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 6'4". Even though we have some gaps, we've been best friends through it all. Thanks for joining us on The Friend Gap.
1: Welcome back. We've had a great week here at The Friend Gap and we're so excited for what we have in store for you today. It's our first guest episode.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But before we introduce our guests, we want to check in with you all. How was your Valentine's Day? We loved the messages we got about your Galentine's Day festivities, but let's uh, find out what you did, Kels. What did you and Mike do last week for Valentine's?
1: So Mike was actually out of town for Valentine's Day, so we celebrated a little bit early and we went to dinner at the nicest place in town. Which, if you've been to our town, you know that doesn't <laughs> actually mean very much. Um, but it's technically the nicest place in town. Uh, what about you and Dave?
0: Well, um, we kind of went on Saturday. We did a friend's Valentine's party. Went off the oh, Julie fun. Potter method. Do you remember doing oh. those back in the day? Yeah.
1: I so still have we... a picture in my car from That's that. That's right. Like 10 years ago. From I that still party, have that Yeah. Yeah, so we did
0: that that on Saturday with a bunch of our local friends here in California. And then um, actually on Valentine's Day, I usually do just a nice dinner at home with the kids. And since it's just Chase, it was the three of us and just a nice Valentine's special love dinner. I love that. Yeah, it was nice.
1: That's so cute. Okay,
0: so the question of today's podcast. So are you ready for this, Kels? I am. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Do you enjoy your alone time? Now, there's a reason why I'm asking this question, but I want to hear what you have to say before I explain why I asked about your alone time. Do you enjoy your alone time?
1: I would... This is a hard question for me <laughs> to answer because I do think it's changed a lot. Sure. I can, I can appreciate my alone time. Um. Definitely as... A mom like (laughs) the moments of of peace and quiet um after a day of of a lot of my kids Mm -hmm. um but generally speaking no I'm someone that like I get recharged by the energy of other people right I'm definitely an extrovert so that's how I charge my soul is being (laughs) with other people right because Mike travels so much now for work I have had to learn to appreciate alone time because mm-hmm. I have it a lot. And so I've I've filled that space, that alone space in my life with good things. But no, as far as like, is, is that what I seek in my life? No, I do not seek alone time.
0: Okay. So that's interesting because we have some special guests today. And the reason why I picked that question is because you have a lot of similarities to one of our guests. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> And in thinking about that, now I love my alone time. I love just going in and hopping in a nice warm bath or being at home just by myself and having just some alone time or taking a drive. I I don't know why. I just enjoy that a little bit of alone time. I love (laughs) being around people. I really do. I but I'd, I like the alone time. And we have two guests today. And I think that I'm pretty much in line with another one of our guests. And I think it's very interesting. So yes. with that being said, <laughs> today's episode is going to be incredible. We have our favorite guest here for you today, which is our husbands. So I am so excited. And Speaking of our husbands, my husband is so much like Kels, and he loves to be around people. <laughs> he doesn't like his alone time. Yep. <laughs> and Michael, I can I can probably wager a pretty heavy, heavy sum that he is a little of the opposite. So him and I are quite a bit alike in that way. So please welcome my husband, Dave Lindsay, and Kelsey's husband, Mike Yuck. Hi
1: guys.
2: Hey, good morning.
1: It feels like we're just hanging out in your living room and it's back to the Provo days and I miss it and I just wish we were all actually together and I can't wait for our next vacation. I know every time we've talked about this episode, I keep plugging that. So Mm -hmm. I know we haven't booked the trip yet, but I'm putting this plug in on the podcast and now it's official. We have to book it.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's booked. Yeah, it's booked.
2: Just not. Yeah, yeah. Mentally and spiritually, we're there.
0: (laughs) We're there. We're there. Well, um, and we can actually record an episode on vacation. I don't know. Is that even allowed? (laughs) But that would be a party episode with all kinds of special guests. So, so much fun. Okay.
1: All right, fellas. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Dave, we'll start with you.
2: Uh, Great. Well, my name is Dave Lindsay. As was said before, my... Job is a VP of business development of a nanotech bulletproof armor company. Um, and my hobbies include outdoor sports. I love water sports and snow sports, um, golfing, that kind of stuff. And I am an avid beekeeper. So I, I just, I'm fascinated by bees. Um, I love the honey. I love, and, and I'm actually allergic to bees. I didn't find that out until after I, uh, was keeping bees. Um, but, uh, guess what? It does not deter me. And I just,
3: I, anyway, so that's a little bit about me. What else can I say? <laughs>
1: um, I think that's great. Mike, what about you?
3: So my name is Mike Yeck and professionally I sell power tools for a living. I work for Milwaukee tool. Um, love my job. It's a ton of fun. Um, hobbies. I, I would like to think of myself as, little bit of a woodworker. Um, I, I do enjoy doing that. But after the questions that you guys covered, I'm going to add a hobby of alone time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love my alone time. And, and, you know, I think that is a, truly a hobby. Um, and, and Jackie, I would be right there with you with a, a, a warm bath, right? But I don't fit in <laughs> bathtubs. So um,
1: that was great. I loved every second of that. Uh,
3: that
1: yeah. Awesome. So Mike, my- Mike does appreciate his alone time. Um, sometimes it causes friction because I like to touch and I like to hang out. <laughs> um, okay, so Mike, why don't you really quickly tell the story of how you and I met?
3: So we were both students at Brigham Young University, and we were actually freshmen. I think Kelsey's mentioned on here that she's very tall. I am also very tall. Um, she's 6'4", I'm 6'8". And so I had seen her walking around campus, this, you know, tall, cute girl. She says she never saw me, which I kind of doubt. How do you miss me? Um, How do you miss <laughs> You know, where I, I had seen her. But maybe I was busy. I
1: was, I was being I, social.
3: Know, I, yeah, I guess so. I was uh, being creepy, apparently. Um, <laughs> but it was um, Bio 100, one of our general education courses that we took as freshmen, and I was sitting in the front row of the back section, which had, uh, you know, the best leg room, and she came up and sat down next to me, Um, and we started talking, and the the rest is history, so. Yeah, it
1: was good. I met him sitting down, so I didn't actually realize how tall he was, and then he stood up, and I was like.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, did you, like, recognize him and, like, sit next to him because you had seen him before, or you just sat in a seat?
3: See, that's what I would have thought. But yeah. you know, she uh, she says she didn't. So I,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I mean, she sat there. That that's a bonus. No,
1: I was actually annoyed at a friend that was in that class, and I didn't want to sit by her. I was like, I gotta create some space, which is funny. <laughs> and I was so I walking to class that day. I thought I'm just gonna walk in, and the first person I see, I'm just gonna sit next to him, so I don't have to sit by her. And I you were in, preoccupied. Up, you weren't searching for a guy. Yeah, absolutely. Sure glad I found him.
0: Okay. So Dave, do you want to uh, tell our little story of how we met?
2: Yeah, I would love to say how we met, uh, how I met my wife. She and I met at our singles ward at a game night. I had been invited uh, by somebody in the ward um, of the opposite sex. Evidently it ended up, uh, she thought it was a date. I just thought I was getting a ride. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, carpool or whatever, Lydia. save time. But uh, yeah, sweet Lydia. She was so sweet anyway. Um, so yeah, we, we went uh, to this game night um, and I had seen Jackie uh, at the singles ward, uh, but only just a little bit. Anyway, we ended up um, uh, challenging my friend and I uh, challenged her and her cousin to a game of pool, and um, and the bet was a uh, was a milkshake, and I figured that if if we won, then we get a date with these girls, right? These cute girls, and um, but if we lost, we still get a date with these girls, and uh, so it ended up working out, and um, uh, we ended up playing a couple of games of pool, and um, and the rest is history.
1: So. so for those of you that are listening, a ward is just a congregation of our church. It's kind of divided geographically. So that's kind of what Dave's talking about there. Um, but are you guys still good pool players? Uh, I
2: don't think I ever was a good player. I don't pool know that player. we were ever good, yeah. Oh, we, we
1: just <laughs> <played>. <laughs> It's just one of those I, things where you're out of yeah. place at the pool table, so you play. Right,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yep. That's right. That's
1: I am cool. a grade A phone pool player oh I was in fact c- I, you were I play your son somewhere. sometimes
0: on pool yeah on the chai little chai. uh
1: pe- penguin penguin yeah game? yeah love that
0: can't do that game
1: that's funny what is a pet peeve michael that i do that bugs you what's something i do that's a pet peeve of yours
3: <laughs> this feels like a trap question um <laughs> But I will proceed. Um, I think Kelsey, you are. It's it's really a wonderful thing that you're so involved in. Nice, um, nice
1: spin. Yeah, it's
3: it's really a, it's really a strength and <laughs> not a weakness. Um, you you always ask me if I'm mad, and so if if ever I'm in a bad mood or something like that, um, which I will uh, absolutely get into bad moods from time to time, you always uh, are very concerned. Are you mad? Are you mad? Um, but Are you mad though? Um, <laughs> and again, it's it's a great thing because you because you care about me. I'm sure on the flip side, you would really appreciate it if I would you know uh, recognize it, recognize your moods a little bit more and the subtleties of them. Um, however, I am spend ninety percent of my life just oblivious um, walking through. <laughs> so um, I would say a, a little a little pet peeve, but again, it, it really is a strength of yours. So keep it up. Yeah.
1: Are are you mad so that it. I asked you that question? A
3: little bit. Yeah. Little bit? Little bit? Okay. A little bit? A
1: little bit? Okay. No, it's because your emotions are really hard to read. You're so calm, you're so level headed that I'm always like, okay, wait, is he is he just is he tired or is he mad? Or is he hungry? I don't really know. So why not ask, right? Right. So I ask. It's open communication.
2: So and so. Now you know that it bugs him.
0: <laughs> yep. And now she knows. Okay, Dave, your turn.
2: You know, um, gosh, I, I I'm really on the spot. This is an absolute trap question. No husband wants to answer the question in front of his wife. Like, hey, so what, what bothers you about me? Um, so we have been married 25 years and I can, uh, sorry, I can honestly say that, uh, that I, There is nothing that you do uh, that is a pet peeve of mine right now. Thanks, Aww. Dave. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> what I can say is, I can say <laughs> that over twenty-five years, there have been things um, that I felt peeved me. If right, but and so let me let me qualify that, right? Like, it's not that there aren't things that you do uh or or ways that you are or whatever this or that 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 aren't uh whatever may be a challenge for me to deal with or whatever the case is but I'm not peeved by them like I ever used to be when we may have been earlier on in our relationship in our marriage and um and I I, I can I can say that so I don't I don't know if that's a satisfactory answer, but, um, but yeah, I think that over time we've, we've grown and we've come to appreciate um, what harmony feels like. We've come to appreciate what um, love and intimacy, like in a, in a sweet and, and wholesome way feels like and anything that disrupts that is, is a peeve of mine. <laughs> there you go. I, I, and yeah, so I just, that's perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ditto not on that.
2: Like I
3: used to do. Yeah.
1: I think that's um, so fun. And and one of the things that we talked about in our first episode of how great it's been for me, 20 years younger than you looking at your life and thinking, okay, this is the direction I want to go. And, and we've kind of talked about people making new friends and, and putting yourself in a position where you can, be around people that you want to be like or emulate and I think you guys and your marriage has always been something for us that we've really looked up to and so I love that and I feel like I know Mike joked that that Dave kind of set him up to be the bad guy there but um, <laughs> I, think, I think it gives us something to really feel like we can achieve and 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 push forward for and, and another reason that you guys are have always been a great example to us so I like I like that answer. Okay. Describe Jackie and Kelsey's friendship in a few words. Dave, we're going to make you go first this time.
2: Okay. Um, Describe your guys' friendship in a few words. Oh my gosh. Um, Sincere um, and uh, loving, like just unconditional love uh just such a sweet (laughs) it's like you guys uh, you know kelsey's six foot four jackie's five foot two on a good day right and so (laughs) like seeing you guys together and your friendship and everything it's just like it's it's fun there you go it's fun
1: i love that perfect mike what do you think
3: I would echo, I'd also say it's, it's, it's fun. I definitely think it's unique. Um, I think that, uh, it is, it is inspiring, um, to see the way that you guys approach friendship. And, and for me, friendship is so often just the path of least resistance. It's like, Hey, you're, you're here, you're in close proximity. You want to be friends, you know, but, um, you know, and that's certainly how y'all started, I, I suppose. But then, you know, it kind of transcended to this level where, yeah, you do live on opposite ends of the country now, um, you know, and there is a lot of stuff, the age, the, you know, the height difference, like Dave mentioned and stuff. There's a lot of stuff, but it's you guys can I found a way to work through that. It's not the path of least resistance for you guys. Um, you know, it's something that you're continually putting in time to work at. So I would say inspiring from that, from that mm. standpoint.
0: Thanks, Mike. That's awesome. That's so
1: sweet.
2: Okay. Hey, just Jake. real quick. So, uh, as we as we kind of rattle through these questions or whatever, like it, it's nice to get a little bit of commentary or some of your guys's uh, feedback on those questions. Like, oh, I mean, and and you've done that right or whatever, but. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling peeved at the fact that I'm getting hit with the Spanish Inquisition here. And it's like, do, 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 rather than a little bit more of a, of a free I agree. flow. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm not, I'm actually not peeved, by the way. You
0: <laughs> <But laughs> just threw that out there. Just throwing that yeah. out there.
2: Word of the day. I want to go back to Mike's. I mean, I think unique is such a great word. Um, and I think that's like, that is such a perfect word that encapsulated right when Mike said that I was like, that was the perfect word for you guys friendship, because I often forget about this 20 year gap just because I think friendships, um, true friendships, everything after high school doesn't even matter anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you know, you're in 10th grade and I'm in 12th grade. So that's like this gap. Right. Or whatever. And, and, and you can't be friends with, with someone younger than you or whatever. Um, Things are awkward, but, um, but it's awesome. We have some neighbors that live right across the street from us here in California and, and they're, they're in our ward. Um, But they're like, I mean, the guy's like 91 and the wife is 80, you know, whatever. And, but, but they're our friends and we're their friends and we care about each other and age doesn't really matter, you know? And so, I often forget about the fact that, you know, Jackie was a senior in high, you know, or I don't know Jackie was in college at the time when Kelsey was being born, which is really incredible. But, um, so it is a very unique friendship and I think it's a beautiful thing that, uh, that you guys have.
1: Thanks, I Dave. I think it's been, it's just, it's brought a lot of opportunities. The fact that we've been able to look past the gaps and just love each other in the stages that we're in, it's created so many more blessings than, than maybe a friendship where there's a ton of similarities. And, and I mean, we have a ton of similarities, but we grow so much more by being challenged and being able to see a different perspective. And so having a friendship like this, yeah, like we've seen so much more of what the other can bring to the table because of our of our gaps and it does make it a super unique friendship sometimes people confuse jackie as my mom um mm-hmm. and i think i think if that was to describe a friendship like there are times when you're just my friend there's times when you're my sister there's times when you're my mom in the level of love and support that you give and that i need and that doesn't come around every day
2: no
0: so and i would say
2: most of the time she's your little sister so <laughs>
1: little that's right my brother always introduces me as this is my big little sister because I'm taller than him and will always be um
0: Mike what has been the best and worst part of mine and Kelsey's friendship
3: all right I'm going first on another uh on another track (laughs) question This is, There's this is no super, trap questions. Um, the the best no the be, the first half of the question it's not a trap question. The best part I think we've talked a lot about it is just the the love and support that Kelsey and by extension me and our family can feel from having a really good friend in your life. Um, life is hard, you know. There is a lot of a lot of crap that comes your way from time to time, and you you need support to get through it. Um, and so to have a good friend as, as that support, you know, is, is huge. It's key. Um, you know, the, uh, the worst part of the friendship, I'll do kind of a a little bit of a, uh, a softball here. The worst part is that we're just, we're far away. It would be so great if we were closer, but you know, the worst part is we're, we're far away.
0: That was awesome. Thanks, Mike. I mean, when you said a softball here, I thought it was, I was i was bracing, but that is very true. That I would have been a we hardball. I
3: would have described if you needed a break. <laughs> <or> if... <laughs> That's right.
0: You're right. A
1: softball, hardball. Okay. I get it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. A softball still hurts if an actual softball hits you. You're right. Well, I'm thinking about that.
0: I don't want a ball thrown at me, number one. <laughs> He just <laughs> threw you a teddy bear. Okay, that's what I think. He threw me, he a, threw teddy me bear. a teddy bear. Thanks, Mike. I love that. Dave, Aww. what about you?
2: Um, gosh, thanks, Mike. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, those are really, really good answers for a trap question. That's awesome. No, um, you know I. I often find myself, um, thanking Jackie's friends. Um, I'll, you know, call one of them up from time to time and just say, you know, I appreciate the friendship that you have with my wife and I appreciate what that does for her. And, um, in, in, I don't want to say making her whole, I guess, but just, the happiness and the joy that, that she gets from her friendships, uh, in life and whatnot. So I think the best part of, of the friendship is just, um, is, is the friendship in and of itself and and just how loving and caring and sincere and steadfast and enduring, uh, and unconditional that it is. And, um, and it makes me feel happy as a husband, knowing that my wife has, someone that she can go to of one of her girlfriends, right. That, that is just, there's no judgment. There's just love. She can, she can get, you know, that, um, uh, anytime. And, uh, and it's just, that's, that's been the best thing I think is just how loving it's always been. And, and, uh, she's never, ever felt anything, but, you know, just sincere love from Kelsey, which leads me to the worst part. I think from my perspective is that you're such good friends that (laughs) from a selfish standpoint, it takes time away from my time with my wife. And so there is, I was like, really again, more Kelsey, like, how about, where's my time? Like, when, when, when do I get my Sunday afternoon phone call or my, thursday morning podcast call or whatever right so that's just a selfish part on, on Today, my side. right now
1: you're getting your right thursday now I, <laughs> I get the
2: invite yeah so like yeah there's there's these little pockets where i get i get privileged enough to to be Travel. able to spend a little time with the two of you and be on the inside which just gives me more jackie time which who doesn't love more jackie time so
1: yeah i can see it sounds like we just need more activities as a group. That's what I'm hearing. We need more of this. No, hey, it's all feedback, good. Feedback taken. We're going to
2: wow. do it. <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> nice spin. No, I like that. Nice I like spin. That.
0: Okay, no, I, I can, do appreciate I that. It. I do appreciate that. And I've talked to Dave a little bit about that because I do give so much to my friendships and I do cherish them and love them. And I love my husband and I love our friendship and sometimes I, I, it's a balance you know hey, it's giving it's to him 22. it's yeah. giving to him too as you know as much as or more than sometimes when i need to give to friends so i understand
1: it's an ebb and a flow for sure yeah, i love that absolutely okay after a trap question we've got an easy one if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be dave go ahead
2: that's a softball right there that's easy that's a that's a teddy bear um, <laughs> it'd be Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, <gasps> you, you have everything, right?
1: Oh, um, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner?
2: Uh, cooking the turkey. And, um, I love, <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I love, I love the turkey. I love really, really moist, um, white meat. I love the dark meat. I love the whole thing. I could eat turkey every day. No. But, yeah, I love it. I love the stuffing. I love everything that goes along with it. I love pumpkin pie. So, anyways, yeah. Jack, gravy, what's your favorite corn.
1: turkey dinner part, piece, food?
0: Of the turkey dinner?
1: Yeah, like what's your what, – what do you want to eat the most?
0: Um, The pretzel salad.
1: Do you make the jello pretzel salad?
0: Yeah. For the raspberry – right. The I raspberry pretzel salad.
1: I don't I don't do it for Thanksgiving. I do, it for,
0: I do it for Thanksgiving. I do another one for Christmas, but yeah.
1: Oh, I love that. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's um that's fringe. It's not mainstream. Yeah, it I is
0: fringe. That. But I do like the stuffing. It's my mom's recipe. Mm.
1: But I love that. I, Mike, I what have about a you? hard time nailing oh.
0: down favorites. Yeah.
1: It's hard. But you like it all. And you mm-hmm. want to smother it all in gravy. Right. Okay, Mike, I know what your answer is, but go ahead
3: um yeah you you know what mine is then it's the uh the yams we do it with um brown sugar and butter and pecans and it's oh, just yeah. fantastic so yes. um oh, yeah. yes that is my favorite thanksgiving day food
1: Yeah. okay now if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be
3: okay well so my when you first asked this to dave i thought chipotle right away because that is my favorite love love chipotle um however i you know hearing him say the holiday theme kind of transitioned me to okay well christmas eve in our family for the last several years we've done a prime rib and it's just been absolutely fantastic so um the christmas eve prime rib dinner and all of the stuff that goes along with it, which actually we we bring back, you know, the sweet potatoes for a, uh, for around two, one month later. Right. So it's, uh, (laughs) um, it's the best of both worlds there, but that, that is my favorite, I guess, restaurant Chipotle. That's what I'd have to eat restaurant wise. Um, But if it was a day, you know, um, Christmas Eve dinner, that would, that would be my answer.
1: Thanks for transitioning to something that I cook. You're just winning all the brownie
2: points. Yes.
3: (laughs) Score. Yes. So
2: <clears throat> just real quick, I know that this is the husband's episode, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I want to know what Jackie's favorite meal is for the rest. I mean, the, the, like, it's not all about getting to know us on this podcast, right? This is about the friendship, the friendship gap. This is the Jackie and Kel's, you know, podcast. So some of these questions, I'm interested to know what, what you know, right. what yeah. you guys have, have to say, so... What do you think about that? Can I can I throw you a curveball? Little mm-hmm, little curveball sure. there.
0: You know how I do with curveballs.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> Kelsey, you go first. What do you think? Oh, I'm
1: going <laughs> first. Okay. Oh, um, gosh, the Christmas dinner. I I know I shouldn't just copy his answer, but I would maybe say the prime rib Christmas dinner. But when my sister in law and my brother cook it, so I don't have to be the one that cooks it.
3: Mm.
1: Um, is is really high on my list. Um. Oh, this doesn't count. But if I could go to Optimist Hall, a, f- a food hall here in Charlotte, every day for the rest of my life, I would do that. But that's kind of like a food court, so there's lots of mm-hmm. different options. Can you that has that lots I'm, of different options. I'm my I'm youngest child, and I have a hard time making decisions.
0: <laughs> a food court. True. True that. A food court. Um. Okay. So if it's like a home-cooked type of scenario, my... All time favorite is um, lasagna, my homemade lasagna. I could probably have that for the rest of my life and be okay. Um, if I'm out, and it's probably because I don't have it anymore that I miss it so much, it would be my tri tip steak salad at Cubby's. Oh, I, I could have that for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I miss it so much.
1: I have a but. picture of you eating that <gasps> tri-tip steak salad. You do? We will you post need it to send Instagram. That. Yes, please. Oh, gosh. We used to meet there. When you were in Provo and I was in Kaysville, we would meet at the yep. Cubbies in Lehigh. Yeah. At the point of the mountain and go to Cubbies together. All the yep. Time.
0: Oh. Every time I go back to Utah, that is on my list. I always yes. go to Cubbies.
1: The Utah food list. Gurus. I miss gurus. I haven't been there in years. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh. Yeah.
0: Gosh, Provo has the best food. Anyways, it's a I'm melting really
1: pot. my small town with bad food options.
0: <laughs> it's okay. We don't have that many great ones here either. Okay. Thank you, girls, day? for You're indulging so me on that. Of course. That was very nice
2: of you.
1: You can of always course. turn the tables on us. We like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we got you. We got your back. What do you think the hardest part of marriage is?
2: Hmm. I mean, aside from not getting enough of my wife's time, right? I mean, we've already put that off. The we've
0: established without. that. Yeah, that's we've, <laughs> right. we've come to terms.
2: The uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> what, what what is the hardest part of marriage? I think that there's different stages that you go through in your marriage, and so I think that what i might have answered 6 months or a year into our marriage is is no longer the hardest part of marriage right, right. um and and 7 years in or whatever or when you've got toddlers and kids you know uh, all of those different things um so at this stage after 25 years i feel like, um, the hardest part of marriage for me and for us is it's, it's that track record, right? It's, it's, you know, it's, we've, we've had lots of great experiences and we've had some tough experiences, but the tough experiences are the ones that sting. They're the ones that were painful. Those are the ones that were like traumatic. And so, um, I think any marriage goes through that. I, I'm sure that all marriages go through this and so i think it's the track record of forgetting the good times because because they were good and they were enjoyable and everything was great i think that it's it's the track record of of the tough times or the hard times or the traumatic times um, where you felt uh frustrated or betrayed or or whatever it is right take your pick um And so I think it's, I think the hardest part is, is forgiveness. I don't think it needs to be. And I think that for some people, forgiveness comes a lot easier than it does for others. But I think it's like really, truly just somehow figuring out a way to kind of erase the, the poor track record or, or the poor performance, if you will, right, in the marriage and, and just really, truly letting go and just saying, you know what, I, I don't want to carry that any longer. And it doesn't matter what happened <laughs> six months in or five years in or, or whatever, um, because I'm here with you right now. And, um, and, and I think that's hard. I like think it's hard to do, but I think it's awesome if you, if you can do that.
1: Good answer. I like that. Thanks. Miguel. <laughs>
3: um, I, I agree with a lot of what Dave was saying. I think that, um, you know, whenever a fight comes up, um, it's almost like you bring all of the previous fights that you've ever had with it on the same topic. And then you get, uh, it can spiral down and you can get, you know, into these, dark feelings of, Oh, this will never change. And this is just how everything that we're supposed to deal with. But when you do take a step back and look at the bigger picture, um, you know, you, you have a lot more of those good days than, than the days that there are fighting. And again, that, that can change through the different times and seasons. Um, you know, we have Kelsey and I don't have the 25 years of experience, but we have been married for you know, 11, 12 years now, Kelsey, right? 11 going on 12. Right. <laughs> yes. um, Great job. Great job. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, we, we get kind of in that cycle as well. So I, I think to, to put an answer on it, agreeing with a lot of that, I think um, one of the hardest parts of marriage, I do think, is feeling secluded, feeling like you as a couple are the only ones that are going through these tough times mm-hmm. and no one else is. Um, and sometimes you, you talk to other couples and they're like, no, we never fight, you know, and if that's true, more power to them. But, um, you know, we, uh, I, I think, and again, going back to friendships and the importance there, you know, it's, it's good to understand that, you know, Hey, this is, um, this is, is normal. And I'm not sure if normal is the right wor- word, but this is overcomable. You know what I mean? You can, you can fight and you can disagree and go through all that hard stuff and still come out on the other side, uh, loving each other and sacrificing for each other and, and all that good stuff. So,
1: That's perfect. I think it's really hard when you're struggling to see your spouse as the complete person that they are. We want to just narrow in on the frustrating thing that they're doing in that moment. But um, I had a friend one time tell me that he whenever him and his wife fight, he was able to take a step back and think this isn't the person that she is at her best. So I'm going to try to think of her in her best. And it just calmed him because, yeah, like it's. When you're in an argument and, and frustrated, you your focus and your vision narrows so acutely on the frustrating thing, but if you took 10 seconds and backed up and thought about all the great they do too, it, I feel like would diffuse, and I'm not, not to say that I'm good at that at all, but hearing you guys talk about that um, brought back that memory of this person telling me about how he's just able to think about his spouse as a whole individual.
0: I like that. I think that the track record is, that's a way to also move past having those track records and moving past into a more loving space when you're thinking about your spouse and just forgiveness and putting all of that away and just letting it go.
1: Let it go.
2: I I think... I think the track record is real right like we have that history we have those 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 things i think the trick is is to try to is to try to look at it differently like what you were saying kelsey with your friend and 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 maybe in the moment it may be very difficult to see the best within that person i don't know that's awesome if 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 this guy is able to do that um i think that i think just Going back and looking at old pictures and looking at old memories and realizing that there are way, way, way more um, incredible, wonderful, beautiful, loving moments than than there ever were, you know, uh, painful moments or whatever the case might be, right? Or regardless of those, it's just forgiving, letting go and then just choosing to flip that track record on its head to say like, Hey, we're pretty awesome. Like we've got this, we've, we've done this, we've done that. We've done all these things. Look at that. You know? So.
0: it's yeah. great. Thanks, Dave.
1: Okay. So how do each of you support us as your wives in our friendships? Mike, go ahead.
3: Financially. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Now I say that knowing, knowing full wise that the most recent, uh, in-person meeting was, um, was funded by the Lindsay's. So I, am you know, I know that you guys, uh, paid to fly out to, to Charlotte, but, um, now it goes back to the, the hard, you know, it's hard to be a part. It's also a little expensive to be a part. Um, but no, I don't want to sound like a, just a stick in the mud, you know, talking about, uh, you know, money and stuff, but, um, Honestly, I think the in 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 this friendship um, and any other friendships that Kelsey has, it's just uh, it's just time, you know, letting her have the time to do it and making sure that I'm always, you know, down to have a a movie night at home with the boys when you know uh, Kelsey needs to go out and have a girls' night, you know, or something like that. So um, yeah, that's the way that I support best, I suppose.
1: You're doing good at it. Dave, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I just, I, th- I think I try to encourage uh, Jackie and her friendships, and um, um, in in whatever way, I, I I just I know how important that is to her. But I, I think I said it before. I I'm grateful to you know you, Kelsey, for being such an incredible friend to Jackie. That brings so much to to my marriage. It brings so much to my family. Um, and so I, I really believe that when Jackie's happy and, and, you know, uh, feeling fulfilled in so many various different aspects of her life, then, then we're blessed so much as a family and in our home. And so Anything I can do to encourage her with her friends and her friendships, um, I, I try to do. I don't know how good of a job I do, but, but I, I... You do awesome.
0: You do an amazing really job. That is That's, that is one thing that I have to say is um, Dave has always been very supportive of my time that I spend with my friends and encourages me to, to really... Um, nurture those friendships and I think because he does for me and I know that I appreciate that you know I try to as well encourage him if there's something with guys or whatever it's like hey yeah go golfing with this guy or go do this because he does that for me and it it is important for us to have those friendships and to nurture them and be supportive of each other so I appreciate that thanks sweetheart um
1: I'll add in on that Mike does a great job with time and I don't think there's ever been a time when I've said, Hey, I kind of want to go do a girl's night. Are you good? I don't think there's ever been a time that you have said no or said like, Oh, like I don't want to do the boys alone tonight. Like you're always, you're a great dad. Um, You also are really good about helping me prep. We throw a lot of parties at our house. And while that is definitely where I love to live as far as the social aspect and all of that, It's not necessarily Mike's favorite thing, but he's always super supportive, helping me get the pool ready, helping me plan things and get food going and and all of that. He's great at that. And that plays to his strength of, of what he likes to do and what he's good at. Dave, I feel like you get, you form great relationships with Jackie's friends too. I feel like you care about what's going on in her friends' lives and make them feel really important, too. I think you guys both support in great ways and, and very similar as far as time and things like that goes, but then you also bring your own strengths to the table in our friendship.
2: Hmm. Thanks, Kelsey. It's very true. I
1: love you guys. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good luck, you me, too. Okay. So, Dave, we'll start with you this time. If you had to write a book tomorrow... What would you write about?
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs>
0: I, that Which, is by such the way, a... let me let, let me uh, put a little plug in. He would have a really good book if he wrote one. I, I think just your life. No, I just, I, and honestly, I think that it would be such a good book. It
1: would
2: be awesome. That's you know
1: your next project.
2: Well, what would what, it be what about? would it be about? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dave has like had a ton of experiences in life. Like he has gone through a lot. He's like experienced a lot and seen a lot. And I think it would just be an
2: awesome book.
0: I'm just going to say it.
2: That's awesome, honey. Thanks. Um, if I had to write a book tomorrow, what would I write about? I feel like it would be, um, yeah, I, it would probably be my journey, you know, in life thus far or whatever. Um, I think that, uh, I don't know what it would be titled probably just like, it's okay. You know, like, it's okay. It's okay that you're a late bloomer or it's okay that you didn't go to college until you were <laughs> 38 years old. Right. Like, it's Okay. It's okay that you messed up on this thing or that thing. And, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I would probably write a book about about the lessons that I've learned in life and, and just the fact that I, I've never really been one to live with regrets very much because I feel like everything that we've done and, and everything that we've gone through can still be a learning experience for good in, in whatever it is. And the tough times, the great times, the you know, and and there's always this opportunity to learn something and to meet somebody new or to or to grow from this or that. And so um, I feel like like I've done a lot of that through my life. And I think maybe from the outsider looking in, it's like you know, does this guy know what he's doing? And the answer is no, not really. But but I, you know. <laughs> It's always an adventure. That's for sure. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. It's I'd write about. You might not know
0: what I you're doing, that. but you're doing it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Mike, what about you? What would you write about?
3: Um, my book would be very self-deprecating and it would be about how I'm just unqualified to write any sort of book on any topic. Um, (laughs) I, um, I don't know. I initially had thought about, I don't know, selling power tools. That's my job and stuff. And I was like, Oh, a lot of other people that do that better than me. Um, you know, and then I thought about, you know, my mediocre woodwork and, you know, all that other stuff. So, um, but I'm really good at self-deprecating. So that is, uh, that's what I would do. Yeah. (laughs)
1: I think you're I think I think you could write a book, a pamphlet at a minimum. <laughs> about
2: a little trifold brochure a, maybe? Yes, a, a, a kid's, brochure. A kids picture book.
3: <laughs> like three words your, per page. Painting. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, about, I think, bringing bringing humor into um, workplace presentations and, like, bringing an approachable um, air about you into the workplace. I think that's brought you a lot of success in not only how you communicate at work, but in, like, church settings and things like that. I think you have this ability to be self-deprecating, which lets a lot of people lower their guard and and get more comfortable and but then you present information in a really effective way and i think that combination of being able to be like funny in a self-deprecating way and the approach of it like it all just makes you really good at that and i think you could teach seminars about that
3: well that's (laughs) that's hard because that's not really something that I do on purpose or I, I don't know how, how would I, how would I do like a step-by-step of like, we'll I think, say, I don't think say this Dave's and it will be life funny. has
1: been on purpose. <laughs> 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 say things funny. That's, that's the book title. The book title is say things funny. I love that. That is
3: awesome.
2: Right. That's totally
1: Mike.
3: Mike right, we might cut check. that question. I love
1: it. No, that's great.
2: That's,
1: fun. that's good. All right. I think this might be our final question. So think hard. What's it like to hang out with Jackie and Kelsey, Mike?
3: So it is very fun to hang out with with Jackie and Kelsey. So as as, as mentioned before, Kelsey is a very high energy uh, person. Jackie is a little more grounded, has a grounding effect, um, <laughs> as do I. Um, and so and so when I, I love whenever I hang out with jackie and kelsey because it's almost like it's two on one and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a lot more chill because we have two grounding people and then kelsey the high energy but then going into hanging out with the Lindsays with with dave and jackie with all four of us right then it's it's dave and kelsey it's two on two and it, well but it's two high energy people and you and you guys will kind of you guys will take it and run with it so um a lot and more then there's fun. me and Mike. Yeah, and then there's me and Jackie that just, you know, would rather be, you know, uh, off off in our own corner with a coloring book, but, you know. Um,
1: Kelsey and Dave are getting arrested. Jackie and Mike are the people we call when we That's get That's right. Arrested.
3: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, stories to be told. What about you, Dave?
2: What it's like hanging out with you guys. Um, Well, we laugh a lot. We cry a lot. Um, And so I feel like it's like being at an amusement park. I feel like it's being at Lagoon, you know, there's highs, there's lows, there's (laughs) fun, there's scary moments, you know, there's like, it's like being at Disneyland or magic mountain or whatever, like, but 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 at the end of it all, it was like that was the best. That was so awesome. I loved I loved it. You know, um, because you always come away, uh, always always just loving, pretty much every moment of it. And so yeah, that's what it's yeah, like. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I did have a very visual picture in my mind of the times that we've hung out together. And Mike absolutely nailed it. Here's Dave and Kels just, they're kind of like kids running around, being energetic, having such a great time. And here's me and Mike just, just observing. Along just for the ride. It, <laughs> along for the ride. I mean, I think Mike and I could have fun. And I love Mike's humor because he can sit there and be very quiet. And then all of a sudden he slips in one of his little jokes. And then there's Mike. And I just sit and just chuckle. I just laugh. I just laugh at you guys because it is, it's so much fun. We do have a great time together.
1: I like what Dave said about the highs and the lows. I remember last time uh, we, we went on a cruise and I remember having like really deep spiritual conversations and then, you know, playing, you know, slightly inappropriate card games. Like it's just, it's, it's a mixed bag and you're going to walk away being filled in all areas of your life and I think that's incredible that we can do that and and just have a blast together I have so much um fun. okay any any funny memories or stories that anyone wants to share about this little foursome
0: you know I wasn't involved in this one but I love hearing the story and I don't know who wants <laughs> to tell it the best but I want to hear you guys tell the story of being on campus, walking through, over to, like, the bookstore or food court or wherever, and there was a certain somebody playing the piano.
1: I knew that was going to get brought up today, and I'm so glad it did. I
3: love this story, too. <laughs> who
1: who
0: who tells it the best? That's I who I want think Kelsey to tell does.
1: <clears throat> no. No,
0: you.
3: No, I... <laughs> Well, Dave Dave can't tell it because Dave's the the subject of it. But I'll I'll take a crack. I'll take a crack at telling it. You guys, you guys, you know, film me. So first up,
1: yeah, we we, where we we were studying.
3: We were studying. It was there was it was a a common area that we were all sitting there studying or having lunch or something. And Mm -hmm. there was uh, so this is on
1: campus. Sorry to set this up. This is on campus at Brigham Young University. Dave, like he said earlier, went back to college a little bit later. So all of us, so. Dave, Mike, and Kelsey. All three of us are on campus together and occasionally we would meet in this like one area. Okay now keep going.
3: Well there was a piano and a lot of times people would be playing the piano and be doing really really well and it was very nice. Um, And this one individual was playing and they just weren't playing very well um it was they were practicing uh, they, were, they practicing. were playing they were yeah you know, they were they were practicing the piano in a you know this public place um and so we listened to it for quite some time and then dave uh was like i'm gonna go and say something and i was like <laughs> None well, of us no believed he would actually you you can't it. do that like and he was i I know he was extremely kind about it. It wasn't mean or anything. He just went and was like, "You know, this is pianos really intended more for like performances, you know, not uh, not practicing." Um, and the kid laughed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was. Uh, it was. Funny. I barely even remember this. Oh my gosh, that's so funny.
1: Oh, Kelsey I and I talk the about it all the time. Yes, I remember the exact table. And then we talked about even like you need to make a little plaque and secure it to the table. That says, this is this re- is intended for performances, no practicing. <laughs> <laughs> private practice rooms on campus that they can go to. It was. I mean, it was plunky. It was bad, and it was really. Yeah. It was really ruined the study environment. I support the decision. I just never would have done. It. <laughs> that's great that's
2: That's funny yeah don't don't dare me to do something because i'm likely to go and do it right so that's funny
3: i remember that i remember that that's funny (laughs) i remember one i can't i think we were with a group of people i can't remember um who but we went to like provo beach resort and we were just walking around and we were um we went and cheered for all of the people on the wave glider that were, that were wiping <laughs> out. Right. And every time we would, we would just like do a big cheer and we were wanting to like, yeah, like do the scorecards. Did we do scorecards? Did, did we actually have scorecards that we, we were like rating? We went and
0: got paper. We went yeah. and got some paper and a marker. I don't know where we found it. I have no idea, but we went and we found this paper and markers and we literally sat behind the glass and held up their score. Well, and when it was, they
3: we we didn't pay to get in. We were just there. I think we had like already done dinner and it was just like, you know, we we weren't we weren't in the actual place. We were sitting somewhere where we could see them and then we just started like cheering and and judging um, the people as they would wipe out on the, the wave rider. Um,
1: I feel like that was this, a good time. Both of Hallelujah. these stories really illustrate how judgmental we are as a group. <laughs> um I will tell a story that I, I just remembered. Um, so we talked about when we were living in Provo, Mike was playing football at BYU. So oftentimes he would be traveling with the team. And this group of friends of us of ours was really good about just including me. I was the professional third, fifth, seventh wheel. So we would go and do things. And I was just running stag with this crew. And it was so fun. And I remember, as a quick aside, like after game nights when Mike was out of town, Dave, you were always so sweet to like, walk me back to my apartment because it'd be so late, you know, 1, 2 a.m. before we'd end these game nights. And and that was always great. You guys always took such great care of me. But I remember Dave's birthday. We went to Takano's. And it was, I think, kind of our first birthday with you. And I was really still trying to, like, get to know. And I remember they came and saying, and man, Dave, you grabbed that tambourine. And you shook it. And I still to this day have that video. You better believe I will send it out to this little crew today and it will most likely make an appearance on the Friend Gap Instagram account. Because it was it was so great. And and I you used to work at a Tacanos, right?
2: Yeah, we did. When we moved back to uh Provo, I needed a part-time job, and so I got a job at Tacanos. Yep.
1: Yeah, so he, he knew how to run Tacanos and man, he got into it.
2: I, I love Mike's observation earlier though. <clears throat> I never had considered this about how the fact that Jackie and Mike are both very you know, just just grounded, like, you know, don't want to embarrass themselves and <laughs> at all or whatever. And so that's a very, very interesting observation about being, being with the two of you and Kels. It kind of just helps to, like, ground things or whatever. But, like, when we're all together, like, it's always an adventure, right? Like we're, we're always going to find something fun to do. We're, we're going to elevate, you know, the activity, we're going to bring you along for the ride. We're going to have a great time. And, uh, and, and yeah, you probably keep us from getting arrested for sure. Um, But we also elevate the fun level. At least we
3: think it's more fun with us around.
1: It is. Don't, don't let them tell you otherwise.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We absolutely. never we never would have rated, you know, people's wipeouts at nope. uh, you know, Provo Beach Resort there. Never. Um, yeah, but it was it was a blast to do. So, yeah, it, both both parties benefit, I think. That's totally.
2: Right. And that's a beautiful friendship. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you guys, what a great episode. Thanks so much to our husbands for being here with us today. It was a blast and who knew that um we would have so much fun with you guys. We loved it.
1: I've loved this. We might end up in an extra therapy session from some of the things that were talked about today, but (laughs) hopefully you got to know all of us a little bit better. And I am super grateful for these top shelf best friends that we Mm. have in our husbands. Yeah, absolutely. We do have awesome husbands and I love most
0: that they are good friends too, and that we can all just hang together. So Kelsey, tell us what's up next for the friend gap.
1: So our next episode is all about where you can meet new people. It's a really great topic, and I can't wait to dive into that. And right now, I'm actually, well, both of us are prepping for our 70s versus 90s episode. We're going back to the so decade awesome. we were born, and it's going to be really fun. It's been fun to look up old pictures of, of iconic 70s and 90s things.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay,
1: that sounds great. Thank you so much again for joining us today.
0: And please follow us on Instagram at The Friend Gap. And remember to set up notifications so you know when our next episode drops. And we would love to hear from you. So leave us a review. We love being here with you guys each week. And we love to hear your questions and your comments. So we will see you next time, friends.
3: Thanks, everyone.
1: Thanks, guys. love that we're waving.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome.
1: Thanks for being here. We're so excited to be going on this journey with you. And we will see you next week on The Friend Gap.